This week's podcast brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash WDS to choose from over 85,000 titles for your iPod or MP3 player. Please. Hi, this is Alicia Wynn. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hey, this is Lindsay Lowen. Hi, this is Poppy from The Apprentice. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, I'm Holly Sorensen, creator of Make It or Break It. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom. Hi, this is Christina Chaw from Survivor One World. Hi, my name is Josie Loren. I play Kaylee Cruz. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner from this season's Apprentice. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hello, ich bin Nina Rausch und Sie hören sich gerade an. This is Alec Baldwin. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, this is Jenny Blatt from Love in the Wild. Hey, this is Chelsea Hobbs, and you're listening to two of my favorite blogger podcast guys um, on What Do They Said. Did you hear? 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 What do they say? You get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvaysaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio Southwest in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who can do an entire show and not be heard, your host, Robert Bob Duvet, coming to you from New York City. Yes, I am the whisk. That stirs healthy. Mm. That even make sense. Okay. Whisk, 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 technically. Okay. It'll Good. stir. Hey, we did a show last week, Rob. What? Yeah. Tell me about this show. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I have no record of this show. No. Interesting. Didn't show up in the iTunes feed. Didn't show up anywhere. No, not on a Facebook page. Uh, nobody emailed us about it at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. Nobody talked to us about it on our Facebook page by searching for what Duvet said in the little search bar there. Nobody uh, called us on our phone number, which is... 415-937-0445. That number is seldom working, and it's always live. 415-937-0445. Nobody left a comment for us on our iTunes feed. Nobody uh, checked us out on the uh, um, uh, the, that place the, the that Twitter. you say... The Twitter, uh, that blimey place, Rogue Two. That's it, Rogue Two. Nobody. Yes. Nothing. What? It, nothing. It, it's like we did an entire show, and all you could hear was me, and not you, because of some <laughs> engineering. The way you like through. it, Jason. That's <laughs> that's usually uh, you. You think that, but in my head all day long, I just hear you nagging, <laughs> nagging at you me. You know, it's funny. I've been keeping score. I don't know if you have, but that is, uh, I believe, number three. In the lost episodes category. Wow. Okay. So that's uh, the, your favorite word, a trifecta. Um, it is a trifecta. Or it's our third strike. Yeah, we did about a hat trick. <laughs> we did about an hour and fifteen minutes last week. Uh, we covered. Uh, you know what? But thinking back on the show, I remember mm. that I woke up. Uh, pretty... I never do that, by the way. Bad practice. <laughs> Well, but since we had a lost show, and I was thinking back on it, and I remember about the first 15 or 20 minutes we spent talking about uh, using the bathroom. Oh, yeah. It was kind of scatological, right? Was that how you, you characterized it at the time? That was the word I used, correct. Let's, let's, let's go back in time and have a, a, an excerpt from the lost episode. Oh, okay. 
Uh, boy, I peed this morning, Rob, and you know, there was a stream and then another stream. Boy, uh, I know what you're talking about, Jace. Gosh, that's frustrating. Yeah, there you go. So maybe it's best that show was lost. Yeah, thank God, right? Get on your knees, listener. <laughs> I was just talking with someone about that the other day. Um, and I don't know if maybe we just think we're funny, but I was trying to describe the <laughs> experience of being at Dimples. And I was doing the whole get on your knees and describing the whole thing and not not a, not a laugh out of her at all. Really? Yeah. Didn't find it amusing, huh? No. Maybe maybe women don't find the whole get on your knees thing amusing. No, probably isn't. It's a bit of a. It's more of a command. <laughs> How are you, Rob? How was your day yesterday? Yesterday, good. You know, I gotta be honest with you. Again, I, it feels like this is a recurring theme when it comes to our show. But I got a horrible night's sleep last night. It's, it's getting muggy. We don't have air conditioning installed yet, and the wife, lover to death. Doesn't want to have the windows open because of this uh, you know, threatened thunderstorm that never materialized. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a, a fan circulating my sweat is what it felt like. Ugh. It was terrible. I was just muggy and I kept going from I kept going from the bed to the couch, the couch to the bed, trying to get comfortable and I couldn't. And I would run the fan when I would go in the living room and lay on the couch and it was just hitting me. And that was the only thing that was making me feel kind of soothe and what she, she would do was get up and turn off the fan and then turn around and go right back to bed <laughs> i think she's trying to tell she you something she had no recollection of this oh she was sleep fan turning offing yeah yeah so anyway i, I got a terrible night's sleep so I'm, I'm in a fog as usual but i had a great day yesterday are we talking about yesterday already yeah, well, I, I spoke with you yesterday. It didn't sound like you were having much of a great day. By the way, that reminds me of an aphorism that I read the other day, which may oh. be helpful to you. Which First, is, uh, define. Yeah, yeah, which was uh, w define aphorism. Yes. Uh, that would be... For the uh, listener, not for me, for the <laughs> listener. An aphorism is sort of a pithy phrase that will give you uh, guidance or advice on how to live in your life. Got that, listener? Pithy. There you go. Yeah, pithy. Would you like me to define pithy? <laughs> for the listener, not for me, Jason. Pithy would be brief, short, to the point. <laughs> Lovely. Like this podcast. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I can't believe that I had used two vocabulary words <laughs> in that sentence. Maybe there should be a vocabulary test at the end of this show. Uh, that would be... This, this um, show has actually been proven uh, a, a proven study tool for the, uh, for the SAT. Right. Uh, here's the pithy aphorism. Okay. Which is, live more during the day, sleep better at night. Huh. huh. I can't say that I do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I will say also, pithy aphorisms aside, that uh, mm. I, uh, I might have mentioned to you a number of times that my place didn't have air conditioning, and I am, I am right with you with the air just moving, no relief, dread, yeah. awful. Uncomfortable. Un Downright third world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your day was great yesterday with uh... well, the day. Actually, it was one of those days. Actually, I, I, I guess what I'm talking about is I had it was a tale of two days. I had the day part and then I had the night part and the night part definitely made up for and rebounded the, the day part, which was something of a disaster. Right. OK. So did, here. You, did you run with the shadows? <laughs> what happened was 
my my poor little puppy um, ate something wrong. I guess she had and she had her breakfast. I worked the night before, so I was up very very late, and so in that instance, my wife walks the dog in the morning for me, so I don't have to. And I woke up. I was I took one of them with the Unisoms, so I was in a deep sleep. And I think I remember the dog kind of breathing on me, like panting on me, trying to get my attention, but I didn't wake up. And in that time, the dog had puked all over the foot of the bed. And when I say foot of the bed, I mean actually on the bed, not at the actual foot of the bed. With me? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm just remembering <laughs> that yesterday when you told me this story, you said you took a Samanex, which I thought was pretty funny because I think Samanex went out of business in like 1965. I guess it was Unisom. I don't even know what I'm taking to get to sleep these days. <laughs> it made me think um, of the, uh, and, there's a song from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I couldn't sleep. I took a Samanex. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was a Unisom, not a sponsor. And then also went in, the dog, that is, not me, went in and took a dump on our carpet because <sighs> I guess wasn't feeling it on either end. So I woke up to that. And so I was in a sleep haze trying to clean up all this stuff and then take her out. So I took her out to walk around and the poor thing, you know, just not feeling good. So then I was worried about that. And then the toilet overflow, it was all just plumbing and filth related my day. Scatological. Exactly. And uh, so that was a rough day, rough day, a lot of chores. I was doing all these unforeseen chores. And then I went out later that night to Sardi's, not a sponsor. Mm -hmm. How was Sardi's? The was there performers there tinkling the ivories? Um, You know, not at the upstairs bar. It was just a bar, but we were able to sit with a view looking out onto uh, Times Square huh. and all the caricatures. They're famous for their cartoon drawings of celebrities. You know that, James? I do know that. And I, I remember actually walking through that. It felt kind of like I was walking down an alleyway where Sardi's was. I went, oh, there's Sardi's right there. Kind of came across me unawares. Yeah, I think Schubert Alley is the alley you're referring to. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, Schubert Alley. Hey, speaking of uh, coming across things unawares in that mm. way, um, mm. you, you, I think you've mentioned Dita Von Tees before on the show? Um, we might have. Uh, it might come up in a news story. News! <laughs> Don't have any. Don't do it. Don't play orchestra. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. This week there is no news. <laughs> There's a grocery store that I've been to many, many years uh, right there on La Brea. Uh, mm -hmm. It was my local grocery store for, I don't know, seven years or so. Was it Ralph's? And, yes. Nice. Not a sponsor. A Ralph's there on La Brea that I went to many, many times. And uh, I stopped going there, but I still drive down La Brea uh, often. And about a week ago, I was driving down La Brea, and there was a big billboard that said Dita Von T's tattoo whatever, you know? And I thought, oh, isn't she, isn't she somebody? Explain for listener, Rob, who Dita Von T's is. Because I know, but could you explain for listener? Um, isn't she like a burlesque performer? Is she? I think so. Let me Google her. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. Maybe it's not Dita Von Tees. There's some tattoo artist named something like that. Maybe the story's uh, going Dita Von Tees is, in fact, a bur burlesque, a neo-burlesque performer. Oh, Are you thinking it. of the one that talks like this? I I don't know. Um, isn't she, she's got some name like that, doesn't she? 
Tattoo um, artist Brea? No, maybe I have to look it up. Let's see. I think the one you're talking about was uh, involved in that affair with Jesse James. Yes, that one. Was that yeah. her? No, different person. I forget that woman's name, which is great because she had the TV show and everything. Let's see if I can get that for you. Who cares? But let me well, do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the point is that I felt like I should have heard of her, and yet here I, here I haven't heard of her because I drove past. It, it, she's just right. Yeah, Dita. Uh, I don't, oh, Kat Von D. That's who I'm thinking Kat, of. Kat, Kat Von D. There, Kat Von D. Not Dita Von T's. Let's uh, erase all of that stuff. Although it, it just goes to show how out of the loop I am. Um, because uh, you've heard of Kat Von D. Then explain to listener who Kat Von D. Is she's a heavily tattooed tattooist. Okay. Well, anyway, her her she's stores. She's nothing more than that, really, Jason. Truth be told. She's a heavily tattooed, marginally attractive woman who's uh, involved herself with Jesse James, who was uh, married to America's sweetheart, Sandra Bullock. Right, but doesn't not she a sponsor. have a, Am I wrong? Does, is she not on a TV show? Isn't there like an American she had tattoo? A, she had a TV show called L.A. Inc. Okay, great. Anyway, her, her joint is right there in a little mini mall right next to the Ralph's I've gone to by seven years, and I had no idea that it's sitting there. Uh, that's the story. That's a long way to figure out that, that somebody famous fabulous story. <laughs> who I never knew is just right there. But it, again, it just came across me unawares. I went, oh, Kat Von D, Dita Von Tees, Dick Von Dyke. You say tomato, I say tomato. Hey, uh, so there is no news, huh? No, no, no. Sit down, orchestra. Sit down. Well, okay, then let's. Uh, I'm going to continue in this uh, vein of me being completely out of the loop. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you like music, right? You like music? This is a trick question. You no. know I do. I know you do. But And you're aware of, I'd say that Bob Duvet is on the cutting edge of new music, uh, exploring and, and breaking new sound. Uh, being... Absolutely he is. Yeah, yeah, and that you have an awareness of music, say, beyond that happened in 1987, unlike me, who just kind of doesn't know anything that didn't happen. After I dare say I have knowledge of music that hasn't even happened yet, Jason. Yeah. That's how cutting edge I am. Okay. Um, I'm not that cutting edge, but I, I like to feel that I'm, I'm a little aware of what's going on. Uh, okay. That I, if I see something or hear some song, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, call me maybe, I know. Or uh, Gang Gangnam style, like I know the the songs that are out there, right? Yes. And I've heard of I've heard the two words Daft Punk before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very popular band. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't say other than the two the word Daft and Punk put together as Daft Punk. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't know a Daft Punk song if they were buggering me. Like, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about Daft Punk. You might, though. If they're one of those bands where you probably heard their music. I don't think so, because uh, yesterday... I don't I was, know you heard their music. I'm going to tell you this, though, Rob. <laughs> yesterday I was reading a book, and they, they someone name-checked uh, Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. Okay. Yes, yes. And I went, Big Yellow Taxi? That, I, I feel like I should know that song. Uh, I mean, I, I've certainly heard the phrase before. So I went to the YouTube to went, well, let me see if I recognize the song. I've never heard that song before in my life. All right, let me uh, see if I can find a Daft Punk song, play it for you, and then you can tell me if you've heard this song. All right. Yeah, I'm turning up the volume on my computer, so let me see. If I can. 
Should I know that? Alright, how about this one? You hear it? I don't know this song. No? No. Okay. No. Okay. Did I I mention I've never heard Big Yellow Taxi before? You did. Some about Joni Mitchell. <laughs> well, but I think that's a pretty popular song. Isn't that something in the cultural zeitgeist that everybody's heard? I don't heard? know. I don't, I don't know. How, sing, hum a few bars, Chase, because I don't know how that song goes. I can't because I don't know it. But they, they've, they've, torn, they've torn down the trees and put up a parking lot. As Can't or song. won't know it, Jason. Okay. Let me get back to the business at hand here, which is I read a review of the new Daft Punk record. Yes. The, in my Entertainment Weekly. And I, I, I'm going to read you a couple sentences, and I'd like you to translate them for me, because I don't okay. understand. I'll try. Okay. All right. This is, uh, this is how it starts. Let's play one final bass drop requiem in memory of EDM. If the genre hasn't already been wub-wub-wubbed to death, Daft Punk would, be like, would like to smother it with its own spirit hoodie. Uh, okay, <laughs> tell me what the hell that means. All right, let's take it sentence by sentence. Thank you. Uh, do the first one. Okay. The first sentence, again, is, let's play one final bass drop requiem in memory of EDM. Those are the initials E like in Edgar, D like in dog, M like in music. Well, the bass drop is going to refer to the distinctive, uh, you know, component to Daft Punk's music, which is like this electronic with a big heavy drop of the beat, you know? Okay. And EDM, I'm guessing, stands for electronic something music. You know, there's all these subgenres, so it's probably referring to a subgenre of which I is so particular that I, I don't even know it myself. Would you say, okay, well, uh, would you say it's dance music, electronic dance music? Ah, there you go. See? You do know these things. Well, I wouldn't have thought of that unless you said that. Okay, so... Uh... So electronic dance music. Let's go with that. I like that. All right. So a little later on in the article, uh, mm. he describes one of their songs. The hoodie refers to the the fact that a lot of these uh, DJs like to wear hoodies. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, well, that, well, I kind of guessed that, but I don't know what a spirit hoodie is. Is that it, It's not capitalized, so I don't know what a spirit hoodie is. I have no idea either. This is Good. a writer being clever. Can I ask the source, sir? This is Entertainment Weekly, a woman named Melissa Mayers. She's a little too, too uh, coy for her own good. Maybe we should give a shout-out to her on Twitter so she listens to this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so later on in the article, she's describing one of the songs. Uh, or no, she's describing the, the artists involved on it. And it says, Recorded in the studio with an orchestra, a children's choir, and an all-star cast that includes Pharaoh Williams, Niall Rogers, Julian Casablancas, Panda Bear, and Giorgio Moroder... Okay. You know none of these people? I know none of those people. Okay, you do. Niall Rogers, guitar player for Chic, also a producer in his own right. Oh, okay. Okay. That, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I believe he 
produce David Bowie's uh, Let's Dance album. Okay, well, I, I know Chic, and I know that I've heard of someone who went from Chic to become a producer. So, okay, that must yeah, be Yeah, it's now, now Rogers. Julian Casablanca is, is the lead singer and primary songwriter of a band called The Strokes, which I'm sure you've heard of. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I've heard of The Strokes, okay. Giorgio Moroder is a producer from the disco era. Okay. Uh, did a lot of those Donna Summer hits. Okay. You know, like Bad Girls and all that stuff. All right. Uh, Farrell Williams, also a... Uh, He's a, an artist and producer as well, more, much more current. Uh, he was in a band called Nerd. Nerd. That was kind of a nerd, N-E-R-D. Damn it. Okay. I believe it was N period E period R period D. Ah, I see. Um, so he's a more contemporary producer, hip-hop artist. And then uh, what was the other one? Panda Bear. Panda Bear. Uh, Panda Bear, again, known for electronic music. He's in a band called uh, Animal Collective. And he's a solo artist as well. And I have a, a, a couple of the Panda Bears records. I like it. It's a very electronic-y based. And, uh, got it. Actually, Panda Bear uh, really has a affinity for uh, Brian Wilson. Oh, okay. Who doesn't? So I'm just wondering. It's hard because I'm in a discussion with a music aficionado. Um, mm. but, Is that what I am? Yeah, but would would anybody else know that? Well, I don't know. The readers of Entertainment Weekly, I'm guessing, are kind of more like the, the watchers of Entertainment Tonight. You know what I mean? Well, they get their, okay. it's their a little... news, a variety of news, a variety of the landscape, if you will, of contemporary entertainment. And it's kind of whittled down to like, you should know this name. And how about this guy and this TV show? So it's kind of like that. So music-wise, I think, you know, I don't know that this writer is really writing for her audience at this point. I guess. I find Entertainment Weekly to be a little more dense. I think uh, People is more entertainment tonight, and Entertainment Weekly is yeah. a, a little more journalistic. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they... I thought maybe, maybe, then maybe she is writing for her audience. I, I stand corrected. What was her name? Emily Duguid? Yes. <laughs> Melissa <laughs> Mayers. M-A-E. There we go. Yeah, Melissa Mayers. Okay. Hey, that uh, you know that that makes me think of something else. Since you played me music, all right. How'd I do with that, Jace? The, the, that was great. You helped me out. Um, it doesn't make me want to buy the new Daft Punk record. Okay, fair enough. It's fun to say, though, right? Daft Punk record. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or it doesn't make me feel like I, I know Daft Punk at all. Maybe if Daft Punk covered Big Yellow Taxi, I'd feel a little better. Well, there you go. Put that in the suggestion box. Maybe you can uh, hit up their Twitter. They're like robot dudes. Daft Punk are like two dudes that wear space helmets. Right. Well, there was billboards all over town with just one of the dudes, the guy. They're French, was... too, by the way. Did you know that? I, I know that from reading the article, yes. Yeah. Um, but there were billboards all over town for a long time that didn't have anything, just a picture of one of the guy's heads. And I didn't yeah. know what it was. Or And then it came up and it said Daft Punk. And I went, oh... Okay. <laughs> because you, Rob, are a yes. aficionado of the We're calling me that. <laughs> well, you you're a, you're a fan of the uh, of the uh, I don't even know how to describe it. You have an eclectic taste in all sorts of music that is is new and exciting and a little uh more You're one of those people that like like bands because you're a musician who likes bands as opposed to people who just like music. 
Like, you're the kind of person who likes likes Randy Newman because you're supposed to like Randy Newman because he's greater, or Leonard Cohen, or something like that, I guess. You know what it is about music, I think, in general, and some of those artists you mean? I feel like I need to know a little bit about everybody that's a major player in any genre so I can be a part of the conversation. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Right. Well, and I, I have a vast knowledge of, of actors and film history. And, you know, so It's just a different, we're just operating in different uh, menus. Right, in different menus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my music tastes run more towards the popular music. I, I feel like I, I, am, I, I know just about every popular music song up through the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. You know, I, I, couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't sing a Belle Biv DeVoe song for you, but, you know. I, oh, I, yes, you can. Poison! <laughs> Poison! That's so funny you said that. I have a, I, the reason I even thought of that is it's a friend of mine's birthday today. And she had uh-huh. mentioned that she was a big fan of Belle Bibdevo Poison. So I posted it on her timeline on Facebook. Happy birthday with a little video. And I've never heard that song nice. in my life either. I Sorry. Never never, yeah, I remember me, you, and listener Matt. We used to, right, maybe you wouldn't do it. Matt and I would definitely love to sing um, the, that, that song, Poison. Mm. Okay, yeah, She's one me. so serious. No, you're going to meet a flag, girl. Right. There you are singing it now. Yeah. So I, um, when the MP3s started coming out back in the day, uh, yeah, MP3s. Yeah, I was uh, uh, downloading songs that I could think of. Basically, oh, yeah. I was like, "Well, let me get as many Rolling Stones songs as I can think of," because I like the Rolling Stones, and I'm not a big. I didn't get every single Rolling Stones song, but I let thought. Let me ask you this: I need a barometer right now with you and the Rolling Stones. Name, give me your. Top three favorite Rolling Stone songs, and then and I'll do mine. We'll do one for one. How's that? It's kind of turning into a music, getting to know your host sort of uh, episode. <laughs> sure. I like it. Okay. Like sure. Uh, I, I don't know if I have favorite Rolling Stone songs, but the ones that I will never turn off and I will listen okay. to all the way through. I'll start with yes. Gimme Gim Shelter. Good song. Wow. That's a long song. I, yeah. I might turn that one off because it's just, uh, it's a long, it's a commitment. Okay. I, I thought we were going one for one. Are you not going to go yeah, back to yeah. me for one? Uh, I, the one song that I will not turn off is uh, It's Only Rock and Roll. Because right. I love the lyrics. Okay. Uh, I will say uh, She's So Cold. Ah, uh, great song. Great song. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, what's that one? Uh, uh, the Puerto Rican girls are just dying to meet you. I don't know. Oh, I should know that. Yeah, you should know that. You're going to drink a case of wine like we used to. Uh, yeah, you got me. I don't know. Sad song, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, uh, geez, I don't know. Then it really can kind of be, uh, oh, I don't know. I'll say, um, yeah, see, that's where I get confused. I'll say you know, like sympathy. on a friend? No, see, sympathy for the devil, maybe. Okay, it's a good one. I'm going to get an all-obscure music snob guy and go for a deep cutoff. Goat's Head Soup, a little shout-out to a song called Star Star. Yeah, see, that's what—that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? That is exactly what I'm talking about, Rob. <laughs> you're part of the problem, not the solution. <laughs> you are, you are, you're not part of the problem. You are the problem! <laughs> uh, but, okay, so I sit and think of Rolling Stones songs. 
Okay. Yes. I think oh, okay. Nineteenth nervous breakdown. I think I'm pretty proud for remembering that. Uh, okay. Good painted song. black. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, start me up. Right. And I go okay. I'm thinking of all these songs. And then in the course of human events, I'll be <laughs> walking along and I'll be I'll hear music playing through the speakers um, somewhere, and I'll hear a Rolling Stones song that I know. And I'll go, oh, like I'll hear Missing You playing through the speakers. Okay. And I'll go, that's not one that I remembered on my own, but I hear it. And I go, oh, yeah, Missing You. Oh, how could I forget that song? Or I'm walking around and suddenly I hear, I hear Tumbling Dice. And I go, whoa, Tumbling Dice. Great song. Great song. Sure, but I, I, it never would have occurred to me. I, on my own volition, I would have never thought of it. Because I probably wouldn't have known the title, Tumbling Dice, to that song, even though ah. I've heard it a million times. Like, I, I wouldn't know the title Jessica to that Almond Brothers song, even though I've heard it a million times in my life, right? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm bad with titles sometimes myself. Right. So do you, you know that song, like, Jessica? That's like you know, music snob really irks me when they, like, they know every lyric and they know every uh, title, and then they try to make me feel like, you know, I don't know as much as they do, when in reality they just know the, the fucking particulars and they, they, they wouldn't know... You know, like a bassoon from a, you know, bell whistle. Right. Yeah. So do you, do you know all the lyrics to the song Jessica by the Almond Brothers? I don't know. I know very little stuff by the Almond Brothers. It's a little jam bandy for me. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know this song. I'm going to play you this song. It's not even part okay. of my, 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 my game here, but I will play you this song. Hold, hold for okay. a moment. Let me find it. Uh, 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 here it is right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So give a listen. Tell me if you know this song or not. Okay, you, you you about ready here? Yeah. yeah. I've heard that song. Right, you know that song, right? Sure. Okay, sure. of course. So if I'm walking through... Uh, you know, Trader Joe's and that song comes on. I'm like, what song is that? Because I don't know. I don't know what song that is without. I mean, I know it, but I don't know what the title of it is. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. OK, so this is a this is a long way going. I'm going to I'm going to give you a quiz, Rob. Ooh. OK, um, so, uh, yeah, quiz music. So the, the point of my story is that usually I will think I have all the Rolling Stones songs. There won't be a single Rolling Stone song that I've heard before that I like that I won't stumble across it anymore. I, I, I have my entire Rolling Stones collection complete, right? Okay. And then what will happen is like five years down the line, I'll be watching a movie and 2,000 Light Years from Home came on. And I went, Great song. Even well, better version done by Ace Freely. Okay. Well, there you go. Like I, I, something will sneak up and surprise me and I will go, whoa. I had completely forgot about that song. It's a great song. Okay. Uh, oh, another example is songs like this song, Jessica, that I didn't know I knew that I liked, but somebody says it to me. For example, I was up visiting listener Alan and uh, um. we, we were talking about music and he said uh, there was a song by The Fix called Secret Separation. And uh, mm. I said, I don't know that song. And he said, oh, of course you do. You know that song. And then he played it for me and I went, oh, I love this song. Would, would you like to hear a little of Secret Separation to tell yeah. me if you know the song or not? Why, why not? Okay. Hold for a moment, please. 
You know this song too, Rob. Okay, so you know that song? Sure. You've heard that song before, or are you just saying you like that song? No, I, that's, I, th- I, be- I want to go on a limb here and say if it's on their third album. Okay, see? There you go. Secret separation, now freedom, right? Okay, so there's that song. <sighs> kind of fun, right? This is a fun game we're playing, listener, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, I'm right. One. Yeah. One, two, third album. There you ah! go. See, right. But you wouldn't, you didn't know that song when I said the fix, fix secret separation, right? You had to hear it. I had to hear it. Okay. So uh, that being said, I really feel like I have every song. I mean, just now I was able to play Jessica and Secret Separation. I could play you Two Thousand Light Years from Home. Like I feel like I have every song now that I ever has ever been popularized. Like you know, Respect by Aretha Franklin or. You know, just any song that you can think of that is that you hear everywhere that's even overplayed that you never need to hear again or that I liked at one yes. point. I feel like I have them all. Um, and I feel like I've had them all for about five, five or six years now. Rarely do I hear a song that I go, whoa, what song is that? Unless it's like a really deep cut, like you say, or something that I just that I didn't know. But this past week, Rob, just this past week alone, I heard four songs that are like super popular songs. I mean, I don't know about super popular, but really well-known songs that I went, how do I not have those songs? Four of them. And this is, you know, this is after five years now. In the past week, I find four songs. So I'd like to... These are all Rolling Stone songs? No, no, they're not all Rolling Stone songs. They're just like songs in general, like Secret Separation or or Jessica, you know, just songs that are out there in the world. So I'd like to ask you, Rob, A... Yes. If you can, Are we playing the quiz now? We're going to play the quiz now. All right. If you can give me artist and title of this song. Yes. Okay. Artist and title. Artist and title. Um, and I'll go from uh, easiest to hardest, I believe. Um, okay. And if you can tell me that this is something that's so obvious that I should have had it long, long before this week. Okay. All right. So uh, here's the first one that uh, I believe is completely obvious. Um, let me uh, let me cue it up here. Cue it up. Drop the needle. Dropping the needle. I'm, I'm going to skip ahead to the part where the, the, the hook actually starts. Okay. Rescue me. Right. Okay. So that's the title of the song. Obvious. Yes. Right. So yes. who, who sings that song without looking in Wikipedia? It sounds like Aretha Franklin. It sounds like Aretha Franklin. Correct. It is not Aretha Franklin. Uh, who is it? It's someone named Fontella Bass. Never would have got that. No. Like, but that you've heard that song a million times, right? I have. Sounds like Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah. Better, better rescue me by Y and T. 
<laughs> but anyway, would you? Okay, so the second part of the quiz: Do you feel like me being a collector of popular music is that something I should have had long before this week? Knowing you as well as I do, I am shocked that it is not a part of your collection already. I'm shocked. That as well. sounds like right up, right up your alley. Right. Okay. So very good. Okay. So here's the next one. Um, I will also I only got fifty percent on that one. I know. Well done. I think this one you'll do better at, but uh, I think it's uh, we'll see. Oh yeah. Right, enough. Okay. Okay. Do it again, the Kinks. Okay. Well, there you go. Now, Off would the you think the mouth album? See, now there you go. Now, I would think that I heard that song early this week, and I had completely forgotten that song existed. And I went, "Whoa, I love this song," but I probably haven't heard it for you know thirty years. Wow, thirty years, you think? Well, I don't know how old that song is, but I was really thrilled to Came find out it. the '80s. Yeah, it was from the 80s. So, But still, I'm surprised that you actually knew the title Do It Again because I had no idea it was called Do It Again. Well, it's in the chorus. Do it again, do it again, do it well, again. Well, but I would have thought it was back where we started would have been the title <laughs> of the song. Fair enough. All right. All right. I, I rebounded on that one. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, we got two more. And this one, if you watch this week's Mad Men, you heard this song on this week's Mad Men. Uh, but, uh, again, it would be... Uh, uh, one of those songs that um, I, I would have thought I would have had before now. Can we talk about Mad Men, maybe, uh, as part of a segment a little bit later? Yeah, sure, of course. Okay, so here, tell me if you know our artist and title of this song. I think the, the title's pretty obvious, but if you know the artist. The artist. These people put so much worth into themselves. The artist. Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Okay, it, it's, I think I'm going out of my head. Right. Uh, well, okay, yeah. I'm going to say, is it uh, the chick that used to sing with Marvin Gaye? Um, oh, uh, yes, I know what you're thinking of. You know what I'm talking about? Probably yeah. not her, though. Uh, yeah, hold on. Now I, have to, now I have to look up who this she is because it's going to drive me crazy. Uh, that is... Uh, Tammy Tammy, T- Tammy Terrell. Tammy Tammy Terrell. Tammy Terrell, yes. Tammy Terrell. Yeah. No, is it, it is Tammy not Terrell? Tammy Terrell. No? No. Who is it? I'm going to say that I looked it up and there were uh, 30 different cover versions of this song. Wow. Who's yeah. the original one? Well, that's where I'm going. The one that played on Mad Men was by Sergio Mendez. And I don't know if you remember, but they played that song on Mad Men. And it wasn't the original version. And I was like, what is that? So I thought I, I thought Dionne Warwick. That was my first Okay. Thought. And then I looked through the list. It? Well, I looked through the list. I didn't find Dionne Warwick, but I found Gladys Knight and the Pips. And I went, okay. ah, that must be it. And I downloaded Gladys Knight and the Pips. And I listened to it. And I went, that's not the version I know either. Um, so I looked again and I, because I saw the person who did it originally and I thought that can't be it. So I finally, I went, well, let me, let me get, let me buy the original version, which is that one right there. That's little Anthony and the Imperials. Oh, that's a dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. I would not, I would not have gotten that. Not a- although little Anthony does have a very high feminine sounding voice. Right, yes. So, but that's from 1964, Little Anthony. Same, same artist who did uh, Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop and Tears on My Pillow. 
Yeah, Tears, the great song, Tears My Pillow. Tears My Pillow is a great song. Okay, final one. This is the one that really stumped me. And you either okay. know this song or you don't. I mean, you know this song, but uh, if you, you either know the artist, uh, the artist. and the title, or the you artist the title or you or you'll you'll be as flummoxed as i was so this is this is for all the all the marbles okay i'm all in okay i have no idea who that is do you know the title of the song Dumby dumby dum die. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me ask you. But let me ask you again. Have you heard that song before in your life? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've never heard that song. No idea who sang it though. Right. Okay. The title of that song, which you have never guessed, was called. It's called Mickey's Monkey. <laughs> Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not have guessed that, and I certainly wouldn't have guessed Smokey Robinson. So, I am stumped, sir. You stumped me. Okay. There you go. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, there you go. That was my game. Your game? As far <laughs> as games go? Yeah, I was just surprised that uh, all those songs, that I've gone so many years without owning those songs. Maybe not Mickey's Monkey, but still, it seemed like... Do you have them all now? Do you feel better? Yeah, I have them all now since I just played them for you. There you go. Well, there you that, that Mission accomplished. All right. See, we're getting through a show here. <laughs> There we go. Slugging our way. Sloshing <laughs> our way through a show. Yeah. So uh, do, you mentioned Mad Men. Do you want to speak about this Mad Men? Because the last couple of episodes have been very, very uh, interesting and, and off-putting, kind of confusing in a way. Yeah. So what do you think was in the shot that uh, Dr. Feelgood gave everybody in the office there? At first I was going to say it was a steroid, but now I'm thinking it was speed. Speed, huh? You think? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it's speed. Like, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's your garden variety speed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never taken speed, so I can't really speak to it. But I, I, so I was kind of th trying to throw in some psychedelics or hallucinogens in there because, for those who didn't see this week's Mad Men, what the hell's the matter with you? And the other thing is, what happened was uh, <laughs> they were sort of uninspired and a kind of a Dr. Robert sort of. Uh, a drug pusher brought them all in the office and shot them all in the ass with uh, some sort of vitamin complex and a proprietary stimulant that he speed right that he gave him and then through the whole episode Don Draper our hero was in a bit of a fugue state through the whole thing uh, time was oh, yeah! skipping huh? fugue state for our listeners that don't know what that word means <laughs> Uh, uh, confused, uh, out of sorts, not gra grappling to reality, uh, wandering around. Uh... Yeah, that's what I thought, but our listener didn't know. Okay, uh, but uh, so you uh, good, but like all of his ideas and everybody else's ideas were kind of ridiculous and not not creative at all. And really, it felt like yes. at the end he was really just spending the whole time trying to win back his mistress, not working on Chevy is... at all. Which is pretty much what he was doing, right? Yeah, yeah, there he goes. I think more disturbing than that, as disturbing as that was, was the uh, woman who came into the apartment where Sally was babysitting. And, uh, yeah, that was creepy, right? Yeah, <laughs> really creepy. So what do you so think is... It, the, the, 
I, but I don't, I, I don't know if I like this Don Draper that's hung up inexplicably on this woman. Well, yeah. So, like, what's going on with Don Draper at this point? That's what I'm trying to figure out where he's going. Because he's really been – he was really sort of machismo Don Draper having his cake and eating it, too, at the beginning of the season. But it's not working for yeah. him anymore. He's, he's descending into hell uh, and getting all, all caught up in, I don't know, in, like, memories of his past and, uh, and not doing his work and – I mean, what I liked about Don Draper was that he was able to accomplish everything, and now he, he can't do any of it anymore. Yeah, so he's just slipping, clearly. Yeah. So Generally. Yeah. And the, the, the Pete Campbell's falling apart. Dude, have, have you ever noticed how hot Pete Campbell's wife is before? Oh, yeah, she's really pretty. I had no idea. She showed up in some episode, and I was like, what? Who's the, that's Trudy that I've been watching for the past five seasons. Whoa. It's never, it's never enough. Is it for these guys? I know it's never enough. Uh, well, there are you go. liking the way this season? Cause this season's had a couple trippy episodes. Yeah. And I can't quite, I mean, it's really, is it because they're in the late sixties now and they're trying to, you know, infuse the, 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 you know, the the popular zeitgeist of the time into the episode. Yeah, I guess just to, to play with the confusion and the shift in, in mores and standards and these people. Well, how old is Don Draper meant to be? I think Don Draper's in his mid-40s, I guess, wouldn't you say? Okay, so mid-40s, roughly a guy about our age. Yeah, guy about our age. But, he, so, but he's still got his foot in the 50s and uh, the 40s. So this whole business of hanging out and smoking pot and uh I mean he used to hang out and get high when he was going out with uh, that that one girl way back in the day he'd sit and smoke pot with her but like this whole sort of living on drugs thing uh I don't know it seems to be suiting what's his name pretty well uh Roger Sterling he seems to be doing pretty yes. well <laughs> Yeah Roger's just going with it <laughs> Yeah exactly but you know, uh, I, 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 I think what uh, what's going to happen to Don Draper is he may turn into the Harry Hamlin character who's just kind of like n- losing his mind and sort of out there in space, right? Do you know the Harry Hamlin character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I don't see Harry Hamlin as being out there, but maybe he is because he's the guy who's all about the Dr. Robert fellow. Right, and he was like spying through the door at uh... – the, the, no, that's right. Yes, he's becoming. Yeah, okay. The guy's daughter having sex, and he was just sort of one. Yeah, he just seems kind of spacey. He didn't care about his the guy dying or any of that stuff. It's an interesting. The, the show is interesting. I, it, it really seems like we're heading towards a, a big fall. Somebody's gonna, you know, some something's happening to somebody this season. Right, but but like, who do you want? Do you want to see Don Draper collapse and fall apart? Not really, but, you know, I guess uh, you go to the well. I mean, his drinking's got to be a concern. Yeah. Well, his smoking's got to be a concern. Right. Yeah. Yeah. His philandering is going to come out at some point. Yeah, he's really unlikable. Like, he comes wandering yes. in with his with his ideas of about how to, like, his these magical pitch ideas that aren't working anymore and nobody really cares about anymore. He's not selling the uh-huh. the carousel. He's like selling, walking off the beach uh, into the water and disappearing. Yeah, very cryptic. Yeah. 
I don't want to see Roger. I, I have a feeling the fall guy for this this season is going to be Roger. Yeah? Why, what's pointing to Roger's demise? I, I just feel like Roger's going to have some sort of heart attack or something like that. Maybe. Or uh, or what's his name? The old guy. Sterling. Not That wouldn't be Sterling. nearly as devastating. Cooper. Though. Yeah. Yeah, true, because he's barely on the show anyway, Cooper. Cooper. Exactly. But I, it's a great. It's still a great show. It's still the, the the hour I look most forward to. Yeah, I just like hanging out with them. Like I just like being in that time and hanging out with those people and wishing that I was working with Joan. <laughs> See, the- something tells me that if you worked with Joan, you would all, you would start to pick her apart. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think she would be the really cold. She would be hotter if I can just hear you saying it. You know, Joe would be hotter if. Yeah, if she wasn't such a bitch. <laughs> so voluptuous. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's too voluptuous. Right. She's too. Uh, she just knows every guy likes her. That's her problem. Why can't she be more like Peggy, <laughs> who's not very pretty at all? Peggy has a nice ass. That was determined. Yeah. Well, you like asses. I'm an ass man. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Speaking of which, Celebrity Apprentice, care to weigh in? Uh, so how boring was the final episode of The Celebrity Apprentice? Scale of one to three. They're all boring, Jace. Every one of them. Like, well, I don't know if they're all boring, but man, was that... Uh, boy, the finale just like... They just kept padding it with the live stuff because there was nothing going on in the task that was exciting or hurtful. Or... And yet Donald Trump is up in arms because he feels he should have been nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and do you think that God won or the atheism won? Or do you think that it really boiled down to that? Oh, who is God? Trace? Yeah. God, he's, he said he was talking about God on his side, and then uh, they threw out a couple things about Penn being an atheist. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Chalk won up for atheism. <laughs> but Trace Atkins won, even though Penn Gillette was clearly the better. And, you know. Did he really win? <laughs> That's true. What did what he win? What did he win? What did he win? <laughs> He's the celebrity apprentice. Yes, he won a lot of money for his charity. They both did. Which is great. Which is terrific. <laughs> terrific. You're both terrific. You're really great. And your careers are really no, going really, to skyrocket. Really. You are both terrific. Yeah. And your careers are really going to take off. The Apprentice is the number one show. It's number one. It's just... I love, I love, yeah, where does he get these figures from? The number one what? <laughs> I know. That's like saying, it's like us saying, wait, wait, do, what do they said? Now with 15% more. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to specify what more. <laughs> I know. 15% more what? 15% more time killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, that, sadly that, that, that show is over for a while, right? Is it going to come back? Does it always have to come back? Does it get to come back? I think it comes back, but I feel like that I didn't watch the the Apprentice, the Celebrity Apprentice, the one before this one. Uh, I watched this one because it was the all. Is it only Celebrity Apprentice now? Well, yeah, because they did that episode with the uh, the regular Apprentice uh, that we had some. Nobody guests watched on. it. Yeah, with uh, our friend of the show Brandy winning, but nobody watched it. Ah, uh, and you know that's why I liked the Apprentice because it would enter some new hot chick into our orbit that we might not know otherwise. Yeah, right, exactly. I wonder what, uh, wonder what friend of the show Brandy's doing now. 
what do you want me to say? I'm so sorry. I'm I'm excited to talk to Jason. Uh, clever or witty is not my specialty. Um, <laughs> yeah. But did we even talk about the finale of Survivor? We did not because uh, the lost episode uh, gaps in our programming. Right. Is that we just losing people left and right? <laughs> uh. I feel like uh, that uh, I watched the Celebrity Apprentice this season because it was All Star, and I, I thought it would be fun to watch All Star. And I do like Penn and Teller, so I, I wanted to see Penn and Gillette. But I watched I also- Survivor recap or, or uh, the reunion specials because I like listening to Rudy call people queers. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? Why sit and God. talk to Rudy and Richard Hatch and leave the other contestants sitting in the audience? They didn't even get to go up on stage at the reunion. Yeah, right? There was a few that weren't represented. Right. Well, Brandon Hans wasn't there at all, but they showed the rest of them sitting out in the audience. Was uh, was uh, Russell there? Russell wasn't there either. Francesca was out in the audience. She was actually on the show this season. All those blondes they, that got You voted. know what? They may be uh, persona non grata in the uh, Survivor family now for just being too psycho. Oh, the Hanses? Yeah, probably. But I feel like uh, th- that's the end of the season was so great, and it was so fun, and it was so great to have uh, Cochran win. Um, yes, that that feels like a high note for me to stop watching Survivor on. That you said that last year, Jace. <laughs> I know, but that's just it. I'll tune in. But w- what do you think? I've I've got an idea. But what do you think the next season's going to be with their tease? Family. It's got to be family, right? Family and friends. Water. Family and friends. You think yeah. so? Blood is thicker than water, right? So family versus okay. friends. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that that's a – will be a turn the game on its head sort of moment. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that you're saying that it's friends. I think it's probably just family and then the people you, you meet out there in Survivor. So do you turn on your family to stay with your alliances of yes. the people you I mean, meet no. in Survivor? Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to stay tuned. We will have to stay tuned. I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not. All right. Well, great. Did you have anything you wanted to uh, share with me this week or should we move uh, on to what we're doing this weekend? Uh, nothing to share really. I am, like I said, need some sleep. Got to work tonight, working Friday night, working Saturday night. You know, did you know this is a holiday weekend? I didn't know that. And people keep telling me and I keep forgetting because I always work I keep on... T- the same thing. Hallie keeps insisting that it's a holiday weekend. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I have Monday off. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. I am working all weekend long. I'm working Saturday night. I'm working Sunday afternoon into the night. And then I'm always working on Mondays. The guy I work for doesn't know holidays exist at all. So th- ah. th- this there's nothing holiday weekend about this for me. In fact, it's it's I'm working all weekend, so... I should take my holiday weekend now. I should just play some Wii and uh, totally. watch some Do it movie. right now after the show. Yeah, I should. What's what's stopping me? Oh, I have to put the show together and edit it. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. you, got, you got screwed in that division of labor. <laughs> That's all right. If I ended up not recording you, then it works out fine. <laughs> That's good. What do you got going on this weekend? So you're working too. You and I are just working hard. Yeah, I'm working this weekend, um, and that's about it. I have a date tonight. Uh, what's going on tonight? 
I've had a busy week of dates. I had a date on Saturday night, and I had a date on Monday night, and I have a date tonight, supposedly. Um, I say supposedly because she always cancels. Um, oh, really? Yeah. But uh, we'll At see. At what point do you stop paying attention to her date, dating plans? Um, I haven't gone out with her in like a month and a half was the last time we went out. And uh, I was pretty set to give up on her. Um, but she, every now and then I'll, I'll pop in and say, Hey, what's up? And then, uh, or she'll pop in and say, Hey, what's up? Um, you know, but I think the point I give up is when I'm dating somebody else. Ah, yes. That's a good cutoff point. Good barometer. Yep. Yep. So, uh, well, best of luck on that date. I hope it works out. Well, thanks. We'll see. One of these has got a hit. And if they don't, then uh, what do they said at gmail.com? <laughs> I think it's it for me. All right. Great. Well, it was short but sweet. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, appreciate all of you listeners. Uh, we're glad we got a show out this week. We'll probably do another one at some time. So we'll see you sometime. <laughs> My listener, can you tell me what the day said? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.